When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Melissa Bernard, Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen, the lispy Catherine Brant. <gasps> Andy Brant Bernard. <laughs> and Mike Bryant. Lispy. I'm lispy. <laughs> we shall be right back, kick things off with the family. And sure. Live. Yeah, we can go yeah. live. All right. Sorry, Clack. Clack. It's working it's okay. really well. Okay. I'll shut up. It's working okay. really well. Oh, you sound like you're working on the KQ Morning Show, making so much noise. That's, that's my inspiration. What is that now with everybody else got on the air now? People making noise in the background. What are you doing? It was you work from home, you feel like you're at home. So. They're getting well, used to the true. construction and all the other yeah, noises. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That weird buzzing or bell that you had, what was it, like five months ago, where yeah. you had a weird kind of like ringing or something oh, yeah. that came in from wonderful. nowhere? The dream come true. Okay. Bradshaw and Bryant. <laughs> anyway, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, what's up? So we get calls all the time, and when you call, it's a free consultation. So say if you hit your thumb with a hammer and you got a bruise on your thumb, we'll get calls like that sometimes and say, no, you don't really have a case because there's nobody to sue. So, you know, it doesn't bother me uh, when people call with different claims or different things. But just unfortunately, sometimes the advice is you don't have a case. But that's what we do. And we talk to people about claims. We talk to people about serious claims like car accidents and other other things where people are hurt really badly. And and uh, but we're there for people to call and we give them advice. Mike Bryant, Brad John Bryant. Balls are done. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? Thirty-six years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Settle again. No doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Our special guest, Nurse Blake, with us. Uh, national tour, the PTO comedy tour. You can go to nurseblake.com. Tickets for the Minneapolis show. Now, Nurse, you ever been to Minneapolis? I've never been to Minneapolis. I knew you were going to say Mindianapolis, by the way. I knew it. You know why I knew that, nurse? Why? Because it says here, the Minis- the Minespolis show. <laughs> Instead of Minneapolis, yeah, it's the Minespolis show. <laughs> 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 hey, 
Play whatever works. <laughs> you know, I've even been practicing for the past hour. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. There you Very go. Very good. It's just mini apple and then is. Yeah. Minneapolis. Easy as that. <laughs> nurse play. Where are you from originally, nurse? So I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Ooh, love Orlando. I've kind of worked as a nurse all over Texas, Seattle, South Carolina, but now I'm back in town, Orlando, Florida. So if you ever come down to Disney World... I'll be here. I loved it. We, yeah, you've been there a couple times. Like every year for the past, what, 35 years, Yeah, I Catherine? think you've been there at least 20 times. I know you're probably talking to me, Tom, but I could barely hear you. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is. We'll jack it up. Is that better, Nurse? No, hold on. No. No, he's, he's working on it. What you, happened? you feel so far away, Tom. How about now? Well, I kind of am. I just kind of... <laughs> is hey, that better? That's better. Perfect. Okay. Good. Watch Yay. this, though. You ready? This is why I hate our phone system. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Nurse Blake. There we go. You gave you the big intro. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get up there in October. Yeah, you're coming. He's coming to town, ladies and gentlemen. Where October are you going to be 16th. at? Fitzgerald Theater. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a great venue. Yep. You ever been there before? It's, oh, and you've never been here, you said before. So, yeah, I've never Fitzgerald. been. But, it's hey, listen, place. if anyone needs a nurse on October 16th, we will be there. I might. <laughs> I don't know yet, but I might, I might run my mouth, and therefore I'll need an I'll need a nurse definitely. No question about it. No, uh, we'll all be there. Let let all the hospitals know. All the nurses are going to be at my show. So this I will. Is a fair warning. Don't I'll get sick that, that day. They're all taken off. They're all putting in their PTO to be at the show. I like it. Due to popular demand, Blake is filling theaters across the country for a fun-filled comedy event, hitting over 45 cities. It celebrates the hard work of healthcare providers. I got to be honest with you, nurse. I don't understand. I don't get how you guys do this because Jesus. Every time I've ever been, you know, it's like I'd go visit somebody in a hospital or oh, your brother's in intensive care or blah blah blah. I don't know how you put up with the whiny bastards that end up coming to doctors and nurses. How do you do it? You know, I love my patients at the end of the day. I love all my patients. That's why I got to nursing, to care for them. But let me tell you, management at hospitals now and these CEOs, they are just working us. We are short-staffed. Oh, yeah. We don't have the equipment, but we're, we, we always do it because at the end of the day, we're caring for other people. So I love it. See, that's a good thing. By coincidence, obviously, I won't identify the person, man or woman, but a uh, doctor, a very good doctor in town. I was talking to this person uh, in the last week, and he or she, could be he or she, went to the, the apparently the, the, what do they call the person who manages the hospital, the director of the hospital? The CEO. Yeah, we got CEO. We got CEO. the director. Yeah. CEO, I know. Yeah. Apparently he was talking to, or she, could have been she, was talking to the, the CEO of the hospital, and she was bitching about this, that, and the other thing. He said, you have to understand something. I don't work for you. I, I work for the, the ill. I work for the people, the patients that are in the hospital. You run the hospital. I handle the patients, so leave me alone. I love that. That's right. I mean, we are there with the patient more than anybody. If anyone should be making decisions, the hospital should be run. Give it up for the nurses. Mm-hmm. It's true. No, I don't think there's any question about that. No, nurse, how did you get from nursing into doing comedy? Was it a, a certain frustration with not to be, not understanding what you were up to? Or how did you get into comedy? You know, just like you said, it is so wild, and our job yeah, is so it crazy. Is. It takes a special person to do it. Our humor is kind of dark, and honestly, that's what gets us through the long shifts. But I was at a point, I was four years into my nursing career, and I was getting burnt out. I was tired. I was just, I had my first panic attack. I didn't know what it was, oh, and yeah. I needed an outlet to be able to share my stories of a nurse, you know, the happy parts and the challenges, and I just came out with a funny video that, went viral, me dancing in a one-piece scrub outfit that I made with tape and a stapler. Oh. And I guess nothing was going on in the news because all the news stations had shared the video of me dancing. And it was the comments from nurses and nursing students all over um, that kept me going, kept me making videos. And I think, you know, I could be an outlet to other nurses no matter where they work or live. Because no matter where we work or live, we all go through pretty much the same thing. So it's been a good outlet for me and I think to the other nurses that watch my content. I don't think there's any question about that. So basically, when you put on your outfit, you look like a mummy, I would imagine, if you were all wrapped in tape. 
Uh, so, uh, so what I did, this was when the male onesie came out. I don't remember, I don't know if you guys remember the male onesie, but it was the male romper. Mm-hmm. I created a scrub romper. So I essentially tied my scrub set together, cut the legs off. I was showing my leg and my scrubs. Everyone thought it was the funniest thing ever. Um, but, but now I look back now, four years ago, I'm like, that was so ridiculous. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> And it was on TV. Yeah, made it on television. I, you know that. That uh, no question about that. So, are you having fun now? How do you how do you fit all this in? I mean, are you still working at a hospital, or are you be taking some time off from that? Yeah, so I'm actually taking some time off. Right. To, you know, get ready for the show because it's going to be. I'm doing like 55 shows in 70 days. Oh God! A lot of travel. I know. <laughs> so we're going to be living out of a bus. So excited and nervous about that. What do you mean by we, nurse? I'm not coming. Oh, yeah, so I have me. So you don't want to come? You don't want to come? Come, come along. I can open. Here, I'll do this. Here's your opener from now on. We're about to bring out Nurse Blake. Laugh, or I'll be kicking someone's ass. What do you think? Uh, I, I definitely need that bit, and we'll put it into the show. Okay, we'll open good. up every show. We'll, we'll get it done for you, nurse, no you doubt about do it. Do the deep voice like... Uh, Manhattan steamroller, you know, do that whole yeah, deep exactly. voice intro. Exactly. <laughs> do, Ladies and gentlemen. Do the Christmas tale during the show. <laughs> yeah, that is something else where the guy goes, and then when they came down from the heaven, like, Jesus. Hey, if you just say nurse, all the nurses are running because it's like what patients call us. They're always like, hey, nurse. Mm. They can know your name, but they oh, don't always sure. call you. Hey, nurse. I understand that. So is, is all your material based on, on nurse history or? What is it? Is it other things, or is that primarily where you stick? So it's pretty much in the nursing world. I kind of share my experience, but nursing is the largest profession. There's almost like four and a half million nurses in Ooh, the country. I didn't huh. know that. And whether you've been a patient, or maybe you've dated a nurse, you're married to a nurse, your mom or dad's a nurse. Um, pretty much everyone knows a nurse, so sure. they could pretty much relate to my show. Uh, even if you're not in healthcare, I'll still try to, you know, make you laugh. Um, but yeah, so I pretty much stick in that space. Okay. You know, I got to tell you, Nurse Blake, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen, again, he's coming to town October 16th. Only a few tickets left, so you better get your tickets now. Um, but, uh, Nurse, in, when I was 19 years old, many, many years ago, I had to go in for, for hernia surgery. And I will never forget this nurse, and this is why nurses have always been special. I've always had great nurses, by the way. Whenever I needed anything, nurses were terrific. They were just, I loved them. But now I should point out that I am that I, a, a white guy in America today, right? But this was in the late 1960s, so I was doing a lot of reading about politics. It kind of like what we're going through right now. That was 1969 anyway, right? Pretty much the same feeling. And I was on the gurney being pushed into the operating room, and the nurse looks down, and I was reading a book called Black Power. And she said, are you reading that book? And this is an African-American woman. And she goes, are you reading that book? I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She goes, Tommy, the more you read, the more we're going to whoop your ass. <laughs> I, will, I will never forget that. She was trying to protect me, a, a young white kid, from running into too much trouble with all these psychopaths out there. I thought it was very sweet. Let me tell you, some nurses, we definitely have, um, we definitely connect with patients in a way that oh, sure. a lot of other healthcare professionals Yes, you mm-hmm. do. Yes, you do. No. Well, it's that yeah. human side, and you give extra time, and, you know, especially people who feel like their doctors aren't giving them enough attention, you guys are the connection. They do say we are the number one most trusted profession, and we've been that way for, like, 18 years in a row or something like that. I believe like that. that. Yeah. People like us. I mean, I just have to say we're awesome. I don't know what it is. I have to say. You are. Absolutely. We're awesome. No. You know, I make all these videos about my experiences, and... Uh, some of the people that I worked with or went to school with, they're like, you know, are you, like, making fun of me or of us? And I'm like, I definitely am making fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> all the stories are and that's true. Okay. And I have a name for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. Although, when I was uh, in high school, I ripped ligaments in my ankle. And the nurse who was had me in the wheelchair had my ankle hanging out, and she clipped the door, oh, she clipped the door away no. as she was taking me to X-ray. Oh. So if I wasn't in so much pain, you'd have one less nurse today. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that there will always that. stay with me. Oh. <laughs> I, 
I would say the hardest part about nursing is transporting a patient either in a wheelchair or a bed. They don't yeah. teach you that in nursing school, and you never get it down. No, wheelchairs are not easy to use. No, people, they're not. People who've been in the field for 20 years make it look very easy, but, yeah, they're not uh, exactly designed to be maneuverable. No, definitely. Even me, I've been nursed for seven years, and every time, you know, I have a patient, I'm like, sir, please keep your arms and hands in the yeah. vehicle at all times. Yes. <laughs> It's a good plan. I have a, I, I have a, I, I want you to confirm something for me. I've got a bunch of people in my family that have been nurses, and they said if you want to get the royal treatment, what you do is you bring in a great big bag of M and M's. Oh, any food? <laughs> I was gonna say any food. Yeah, yeah. probably. When I had my, when okay. I had my kids, I made like mini brownies and something, and the midwife came back in. She was like, they were gone in five minutes. Wow. <laughs> and I made Bring like two us, dozen. Bring like, plain bread, and we will be all over <laughs> your bread. Yeah, plain bread. Any your gruel, sir. <laughs> I remember I actually did that. So I bring in this giant bag of M&Ms, and I'm sitting there waiting for, I don't even know what. They were going to wheel me in or put me under. I don't even remember what the circumstance was. And I hear this nurse <laughs> whisper, Next door. She's like, if you don't go and get some of those M&Ms, they're going to be gone. They're almost gone now. And I just given them to her. Wow. They, I mean, they're gone. And typically other nurses from other floors or departments will hear about these M&Ms. <laughs> Everybody's running for like the ants. hospital. They hear yeah. about the M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> now, this plain or peanut, does it matter? I like peanut M&M. Oh, yeah. I think most people do. Yeah. The I love it. They're so good. They're the pretzel ones. But you've got to worry about the peanut allergies these days. That's true. It is. It's a top oh. allergen, but I will mm-hmm. take a regular M&M. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing You'll your nerves. You'll choke one down. We don't have time Yikes. for break or lunch. Like, it's very rare right. when you get a right. minute to just eat something. So whenever we can, we will go for it. Bring no. in M&M's when nurse. the baby comes. Yeah, that's something. true. Bring something. I just one more something. quick nurse. Uh, nurse, And it, it was actually a lot of fun. It was fantastic. But I went in for a uh, colonoscopy about uh, a few years ago now. Fun story. I, I go in for a colonoscopy. No, it's, well, you know, I go in for What's a colonoscopy. fun than a colonoscopy? And I also do a, 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 a local morning show. You should probably be on the local morning show as well because we have a really big audience. So Love we should it. book you on that too. But... Uh, so apparently the three nurses that worked at this doctor's office were big fans of the show, right? Yep. So the whole time I'm lying there on my side with a hose up my butt, three nurses are talking to me. Remember that one bit you did when I'm like, what? <laughs> it was very funny, this actually. They were very, they were very, I got a hose up my butt, and they're going, tell me about that one time. I'm like, Really? <laughs> But even, you were you were going to be the patient that they never forget. Yes, apparently that's it's true. Even more enjoyable when you go in a couple months later and they're still talking about you during my like, yeah, you no, know, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, he was great. here. Yeah, yeah great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That is very funny. That. I just so so now you're going to get back to nursing, Blake. Once are you going to go on your tour? But are you going to get back to nursing? Do you think you'll stay in the comedy circuit? What do you What do you want to do? I think it's good balance for me. You yeah. know, nurses need a support right now and advocacy and just laugh. So I feel like you know this is my way to kind of get back to my profession. Sure. Um, but I do miss patients. Like that's why I got into nursing in the first place. So after the tour, I probably will be picking up a PRN job so I could have some patient interaction. And where, what, what city will that, will that be in Orlando? Probably be in Orlando. Yeah. Yep. Well, you may I'm come gonna... to Minneapolis and fall in love with the place and stay yeah, here. Just stay here and to freeze to death here. in the winter. Yeah. Orlando to Minneapolis, a bit of a climate well, difference. Hey, here, Catherine's bringing in M&M's. You may decide, <laughs> you know, I'm staying here and getting those M&M's. <laughs> it's worth it. That's a good idea. Nurse, you come to town, you decide to get a job, and Catherine will bring you M&M's every week. I will. <laughs> I will be there. And maybe one day I'll be happy to your colonoscopy. Now, if he goes on KQ and talks to the M&Ms, I bet you people show up and bring M&Ms. Oh, they will absolutely oh, yeah. bring M&Ms. Yes. Yeah. Will, the, on this show, they'll show up and bring that would M&Ms. That be a thing. It's yeah. going to be like when people watch The Room, they throw spoons at the spoons. screen. They'll be throwing M&Ms at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't throw the M&Ms no, at No, don't. Blake. Throw don't be doing that. toss on stage. Yes, underhanded throws only. Yeah. Can you Should imagine the That would be great. 
pegging somebody with a handful of M&Ms, it hurt like yeah, a Yeah, that wouldn't be nice. Yeah, probably. You would think. How anyway. did we get from a gift to throwing things? <laughs> right. Because they're uh, comedy patrons <laughs> and, you know. They've had a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking, 1 a.m., you know. Although Fitzgerald's not as easy to get drinks, I don't think. No, not like no. Some of the other, I don't think so. Yeah, because the way it's have set like up, a permanent bar yeah. situation. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Let me tell idea. you what about my show is I, I've I've done this tour before, and these theaters are like, this is going to be so boring. It's going to be a lecture by a nurse. But when there's a thousand nurses in a room, it is pretty wild. Oh, yeah, so yeah. after my shows are done, the, the, the security and everyone at the theater is like, oh my gosh, it was like a rock concert because the nurses just went to laugh, drink, and have fun. Nice. <laughs> to laugh, drink, and... Well, good. I mean, that that is good news right there, I Ooh, think. got a tough job. In yeah. some ways. Yeah. In, in some ways, that's true. I... Now, when people first see your name, do they assume you're a woman just because, and, and there are many male nurses, I know that, but do they think you're a woman just because your name is Nurse Blake? So, not anymore. There's actually like 12% of nurses are actually males now, so that kind of goes up every year. No, but I have true, yeah. patients ask me like, well, you're a nurse now, but are you ever going to be a doctor? Jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's not really it. the trajectory. I but love that. People, that people do think it's like you start off as a nurse, and you become yeah. a doctor, then you're a surgeon, no. and then you're, uh, I don't know, head of the hospital. Then you run United Health for about 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Some of those doctors is actually trying to be nurses. Ugh. Oh, God. <laughs> they, no. should ha- they should that have to do it. They should have to do it. They honestly kind of, well, that's yeah. kind of what residency is, but... You know, you forget it pretty quick, I think. One thing I will tell you, Nurse Blake, is that I do love, and it's behind the scenes, I understand, and all the rest of it, but I love the sense of humor at hospitals of doctors and nurses, and they don't do it in front of most patients, but, you know, they because of the show, I guess, or whatever, they would do it around. There are a lot of very funny nurses and doctors out there. Let me tell you, I mean, we have to honestly make fun of the most inappropriate things. Yes. To keep- you know, that's yes. like our, our outlet to be able to, you know, get through a shift or the hard things that we see. You know, you might care for one patient that's getting up and walking for the first time in three months. And you have another patient right next door that passes away. Yeah. Um, so it's a roller coaster in 12 hours, the emotions that we that we have. Yeah, my uh, grandpa is 94 years old and he's in oh. a home and I can't imagine what it's like working at that home. Really? Yeah. Well, the Let things they you. must see. Yeah. I love older adults. I think some nurses are more peace nurses and kids, but mm-hmm. a confused older adult, I love them so much. I get a oh. grandfather with dementia, and mm. uh, he just cracks, he just cracks me up. I can understand that. Don't you have to have that attitude, Nurse Blake? That you kind of have to keep keep things positive and you know find if, humor in things. You're not gonna laugh. You cry. Right. Right. I mean, really, it's, we, we, nurses were really good at holding our bladder because you don't get breaks. So we just turned the bathroom into a cry room. So when you when it's sure. really overwhelming, you just go there and have a good cry. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up, Nurse Blake, because how, how do you handle that as a, as a nurse when you know this person has, and especially a kid, how, you know they have very little chance. That's got to be tough, man. So what I do, I actually worked at Disney uh, before I started nursing school. Oh, okay. So. It was, I was a character, an, an entertainment character, and it was my job to create, like, a magical moment for the child or the guest or the family. Oh, and yeah. I definitely take that into my nursing career, you know. These patients are going through something that is so hard and difficult, and if I could just give them a great moment, you know, whether it's an experience of life or death or whatever is coming their way, you know, just to keep them happy and positive and maybe joke a little bit with them if that's acceptable, um, because at the end of the day, patients aren't going to remember what meds you got them, what procedures they had. Right. They're going to remember right. the nurses and the healthcare professionals, you know, that were with them. Sure. Yeah. No, so you carry it on into. So actually, in a way, I never really understood this, but in the way, there's a natural transition between being a nurse and being a comedian. I could see that. We're just really funny. I have to say, <laughs> yes. we'll be, all the comedians will be nurses in the next twenty years because <laughs> we got stories. I'm sorry, but I don't want a comedian being my nurse. I think a nurse for a comedian, but not a comedian for a nurse. Not Ain't the happening. ones I've met. No. Uh, <laughs> not yeah. the ones. 
The See, good news is all our patients are safe with all the HIPAA laws. Yeah, that's true. Fun or share any stories of patients. Now, where do you open your tour on September 8th? September 8th in Charlotte, and then we close oh, okay. in Seattle on November 21st. Nice. God, September. So that's the day after Labor Day, isn't it, I think? Labor Day the 7th this year. Uh, oh, yeah, September 8th. September 8th is a Tuesday, isn't it? Show. Well, there you go. Uh, I think that's wonderful. Uh, now you're gonna have a. Now, ha, have you been on a big tour before? You've been on tour, I'm assuming. But have you ever been on a big tour like this one? Not a big tour like this. No, the last tour I did was ten shows, so we're um, we're out doing it this time. Well, I'm just glad you're doing it here. I'm glad you're coming to town because people. I, one thing I I don't know if you've been told this or not, but. Minneapolis-St. Paul has one of the best comedy audiences in America, and I'm not just making it up because we're here. There are great comedy audiences. I'm so excited because let me tell you, the audience makes the difference oh, yeah. in how the show goes. They make the show. There's no question about it. You'll have a ball. There's no question about that. Uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, nurseblake.com, tickets for the Minneapolis show at the Fitzgerald. And by the way, by coincidence, my lovely wife Catherine and I just went on a bike tour this weekend, and in, in not even knowing it was in your honor, we, we rode our bikes across the Lake Wobegon Trail, because he's the guy who kind of brought the Fitzgerald Theater back, Garrison oh, cool. Keeler. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so excited to be there, and y'all almost sold out the show so fast. Yeah, I know. Oh, they love their comedy here. Nurse Blake, I'm Nurse, I'm telling you, I'm Scott, people in this town love their comedy. You're going to have a ball. You'll have a great I can't time. wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. All right, behave, young man, and we'll see you in just a couple of months, October 16th at the Fitzgerald Theater. And only a few tickets left, so if you're going to go, you better get going because the tickets are going to fly. The last few are going to fly out the door, right? They're going to fly out the door. That's right. Okay, we'll get you booked on the morning show as well, the KQRS morning show, because our audience would love to hear you, all right? Can't wait. Thank you all so much. Have a good one. You Thank too. you. Thanks. Nurseblake.com, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listeners? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike, and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender priority courier experts does not have the largest inventory of lease to own trucks anymore hold on now anymore all right fill me in pat who in town buys brand new trucks and immediately puts those rigs into the most honest and ethical lease to own program Priority, that's who. But you said they don't have the largest inventory. Let me spell it out for you. First, Priority orders the finest spec of Kenworth and Freightliner trucks. These rigs cost anywhere between $135,000 to $215,000. That's more than my house. I hope things get better for you, man. Next, a qualified driver sits down with one of Priority's onboarding specialists, reviews the lease-to-own program, and earning potential of partnering with one of the world's largest same-day delivery companies. And shazam! Another partnership is formed, and that driver is on their way to owning that rig in five years or less. That sounds simple. It is that simple. That's why Priority doesn't have the largest inventory of new trucks anymore, because these rigs roll off the lot almost as soon as they arrive. <coughs> Calling all drivers. Take charge of your driving career today. Visit Priority.com or call Robbie, Nick, Chad, or Mike, 651-748-4465, and they'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. You know, I was like that every time you call us tagline. Yeah, I remember when Steve pulled every truck off the road to hang that tagline on the sides. Hey, Pat, your finger's still on the record button? Dang. How about that? Imagine 
Imagine going to the hospital and Joey being your nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Diaz? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't think so. M&M's, where are the pop brownies? Where are the pop brownies? What are you doing? He would not have got the job. Remember that video he sent us where he's got a, like a three-foot bong on an airplane? What, like, what are you doing? What the F's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Glad well, you brought up the uh, bike path that you tried to kill me on. Yeah. I tried to kill you? Whoa. Yes. That was quite, oh, the, the, went too far. That was quite the connection there. <laughs> that, yeah. I know. I was like, how is this how in are these his come together, but you, you did it. You just you made it happen. Two I didn't understand it either. But it's only 28 no, it miles. At the end. Yeah, I'm like 20 miles. I'm not going more than 20 miles. 28. That's 23 close. miles. I'm like every muscle's burning. I've got no food with me. Nothing. At least you weren't hung over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not. Because <laughs> then you just wave goodbye and catch them over uh, later on. Yeah. How long that's was all that? Deep. Last mile, I couldn't even get above eight miles an hour. I don't you couldn't. I couldn't. It was, it was like my legs aren't lake. even working. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. I could literally ride a bike at well over 100 miles. Yeah, you could. I could, absolutely. I can right. ride a bike forever. I got the huge legs. Is that why? I did. How long calves. was that one yeah, the first probably. bike race I did? 30? Oh, no. In the, no. In the try? Then it's only No, light. not the try. The first bike race I ever did. I don't remember. By like totally just by myself. There was like hardly anybody in it. But there was there was a hundred mile in that, but I didn't do the hundred. I don't, I don't think I could do a century. I mean, I could over three days. <laughs> like the rag bra. Yeah, 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 yeah I could do something bra. like that, but I couldn't. I don't think I could do a hundred well, in a day. Look up the bike paths to get to our house. It's very bike friendly. Oh, I bet it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you take can a long roll out there. Time. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Not yes, that long. It takes 35 minutes. minutes in a car. Yeah, but you, so I get there it's, 36. <laughs> a lot of times bike paths are yeah, yeah. more yeah. direct. Yeah. Oh. You yeah, don't have to skirt all these towns and stuff. You go through everything. I, know, but I don't know. Dan seems to think he could probably beat you in a car. Or on a bike. Mm. No, he doesn't think he could beat us. He just no. He's like, oh, I could meet you there and yeah, I could whatever. ride with him. I'd ride with him. He would. He loves biking places. But then you got to yeah. bike back. You go all no, the way out there. No, we put our like he oh. does that a lot. Where I put or he puts the bike rack on our car. It's okay. like thirty miles us there, and it? then we is it thirty. As the crow flies. Uh, I don't yeah, crow flies. I can look from yeah. our house, from our current house. I think it's twenty-five. Oh, so it can't be, it'd be less than so that. I don't you can think do it would bike. Probably 25, too. It's, like 45, car. it's 45 minutes in a car from our house, so it's farther. It is? Right from you, yeah, it's definitely Is that because you stop at Macathoon's and St. Bonifacious? I'm <laughs> never getting over St. Bonifacious. <laughs> Mac- Mac- Bonifacious. Yep. I'm just telling you, I'm never going to get it. Exactly. I don't know. What does Google say? I'm looking. I can while measure guys, distance. While you guys are looking, I'm going to I'm going to read you the three three of the four top headlines and why we won't be covering these stories. Two hours and 18 minutes it would take. On Sounds a bike. About right. 28, oh, 28 miles. So it would be the same. Yeah. Distance. No problem, honey. Let's go. From your house to. I can do it if I have, trip. like, something to, like electrolytes and mm. maybe yeah. an energy bar or something Some i can cocaine. do it then well I'm actually just put it in watertown i didn't put yeah. your exact address so oh. officer be, dave says but bike paths not very big generally run as the crow flies because yep. they're on old railroad yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. a railroad would be a d- it would be as straight as possible. Yeah, there's so. a lot more direct situation. That's what the, uh, the loose line trail. Yeah, it's all. The loose line trails, that's where we were. We did the 28 miles. It was dead straight. Yep. And there the great thing is because it used to be a train track, the trees are over the top yep. of it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of shade, man. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. That's nice. Okay, here's why we don't cover the regular news on the podcast. We don't? These are the top. We're going to talk about it anyway. These, no, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to We're not going to cover it. it but no, we're not going to cover it. I'm just going to read the headlines. What are the three headlines? These are the three. Okay, I'm going to read the fourth headline. These are the top four headlines of the day. Residents of France begin flashing COVID QR codes. Mm. What's a QR code? What's the it's code a on, your square? Co- on your cell phone? Oh, so it's yeah. real. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Real. So yeah. it's a real deal. So a they're lot of probably using fake. They're cards. probably using those instead of cards. Is right. probably yeah. what they're doing. Because the cards are this fake. This is a though. QR. Code. No, they're not all yeah. fake. They can be fake. No, no, I'm not saying they're all. Driver's fake. license can be fake. Birth certificates yeah, can be get fake. Everything fake. You get all QR sorts of code fake can be fake too. They're very yeah. easy to. So. Yeah, I mean, look at it. Yeah. It's like you could. But if you uh, <laughs> if yeah. you spend that much time getting a fake one, uh, well, <laughs> you know, it's like good for you. you, know? we, looked on the, we looked on the internet this morning. Forty-four bucks, they'll get you one that looks exactly like the one that I have. Oh yeah. 
That's identical. Forty-four bucks. That's fine. Well, I mean, if anybody has any Photoshop background at yeah, all, it's not it'd be exactly very hard. easy yeah. to create your own if you wanted to. I have some friends that are like, "Where can I get one?" I'm like, "Calm down. Like, let's relax here." Yeah. Well, if you spend that much time doing it, you know, that's fine. Okay, here's another one that just popped up, but I'll get to the other three in a second. But radio oh, no, host, radio host who slammed COVID dies of COVID, slammed oh, yeah. vaccine dies of COVID. They made this guy look as much like Mike Lindell as they possibly I'm could. Sure, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who it is. I don't. Before dying, Dick. Oh, Dick Farrell. I've heard his name. Told friends he changed his mind on getting vaccinated, but unfortunately, he died of COVID. Uh, and he, where did he work? Oh, Newsmax. He was a guy on Newsmax. That's it. Dick Farrell. It's a radio station? No, Newsmax is a, uh, a national TV station. It's on... It is? It's on a lot of cable systems, yeah. isn't it? Well, he said radio host. Yeah, he said radio. I know, but I, yeah, I didn't even know that... Yeah, Newsmax radio, I, I guess. I think they have a radio show. I don't know if they do or not. could be wrong, I don't know. That one that Absolutely. does maybe feeds, they get taken by... Yeah, possibly. Okay, so here are the three headlines right in a row to kick off your day. Uh... Cuomo accuser details two instance, uh, instances of alleged groping. Yeah. Prosecutors begin unusual strategy against R. Kelly, another rape story. R. Kelly? I thought he was like yeah, in was... prison or something. Oh, no, no. no he's now just being held on bail. They haven't tried the cases yet. Yeah, it's been four hours. It was like a decade ago. That's, it was. That's, that's oh, what, yeah, it was. That happens yeah. when you just keep paying to stay free. Well, you pay <laughs> It's tough. I mean, that's going to be a long trial, and it, it's tough to get that amount of time in, in court right so, now. What is so, he being charged well, with? They keep adding stuff. They added that they're going to bring in the grooming of the kid last week, um, for the and that brought in the issue of whether homosexuality is going to be part of the void year or not yeah. before a trial. But what, what's the new strategy that they're going to use? Um, unusual well, strategy. It what's says. that? It says here, Singer's charged with RICO Act. Oh, the they're charged oh. with RICO. How does he oh, have a RICO? So how Woo. wait? What? How how would they get a RICO for an individual? I don't know because that's usually like gangsters. Well, yeah, because you you put people together and people in unison are working together. I don't RICO for him. Robert I, Sylvester Kelly goes on trial Monday in Brooklyn, accused of running a criminal enterprise. The 54-year-old is better known, of course, as R. Kelly. And he's accused of, among other things, systematically recruiting underage girls for sex over the course of his long career. What's unusual about uh, this whole trial is, is that prosecutors are going after him through RICO, the Rocketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act, which is typically used for mafia dons yeah. or cartel mm-hmm. leaders. Well, wow. I mean, if he was heading off an organization like yeah. a sex trafficking organization, then it makes sense. Yeah. But that seems like a huge reach. Why well, would you need to go RICO on him? Probably because the statute of limitations has oh, passed maybe. for a lot of the things he would have done. Because uh, we're no. talking like 15 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. some of it. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. of it's more recent. Some of it's minor, so oh, you get it? more time there. I think the last time yeah. I heard of him was like in 2006 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. there's still that case hanging out there for Minneapolis where they were looking at charging oh, him yeah, here in Minneapolis. Right. But they weren't going to get him, but that he was charged in, I think, St. Paul, I think, is where he was charged. But so there's there's all sorts of things going on. Yeah, well, sure but, but he did that stupid documentary where he basically laid out the evidence against oh, himself. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Well, R. Kelly. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 It was so. like that. Um, it was like if I had done it. Yeah, it was, yeah. Say, it was like if oh, I had like, done it. Well, OJ Today came out again and said, I really oh. hope they catch the guy. <laughs> How about He's still he claiming. Oh, bit to be about football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's still claiming there's a guy out there that beheaded his wife. I bet. He, he is what something. A, he's a psychopath. He God, is something. Word. Well, okay. that's like, what's his face to the, the, yes, oh my God. Oh, my God. I'll read this while you're thinking. Well, you're thinking about what's his face? Philip Weiss, wasn't he, he signed to stop OJ? Yep. yep. Yeah, when the Jets yep. signed him the Jets signed as a D-back to stop OJ. He, and I think OJ, OJ ran, ran right over him, didn't he? Oh, no, no. Philip was really oh, he did? good. Oh, he did? Philip well, I know Philip was a great player, player but, he I, was, yeah. but did he have success against OJ? I know they hired, they yeah, signed him up to do that. He did have success. He's the one that stopped him at 2004 yards. Oh, okay. It was a Philip that tackled him after the 2004th yard. Wow. 
Okay, so to wrap this up, I already went with the Cuomo accuser details two instances of alleged groping. Prosecutors begin an unusual strategy against R. Kelly. And the third headline of the day is fallout at Alibaba after worker details rape allegations. What the hell is going on What's here? It's Alibaba. The news site. The news no. site over in... Is it, no, you're thinking of Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera. Yeah. Alibaba. Alibaba. Alibaba is oh, a, a cheap retailer yeah, of garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's... Alibaba's like if you want 5,000 capacitors that are going to fail after a month, Some of the richest people go. in the world have come out of Alibaba. Yeah. yeah. Just like mm-hmm. random, yeah. But is that... China? I think it is Chinese, despite I think the Amazon Alibaba name. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Let me check that out because I think it's a Chinese. Company. So it's not the guy with the makes sense. The lamp. Cheaper no, it's not the guy with the <laughs> lamp. Ali Ababwa. Ali Ababwa. Prince Abubu. Oh, okay. Ooh, Prince, Prince Ali. Yeah. Magic is he? Ali Ababwa. Hanju China. Ten regular sexual harassment by the guy with the lamp. Alibaba is in Hangzhou, China. It is in China. It's in China. I'm going to say it from now on like that just to annoy Michael Bryant. China. Okay, speaking of China. Oh, oh, that's, yeah. Speaking of China and Aladdin. China. Yes. I watched Wish Dragon this weekend. Wish Wish Dragon. On Netflix. It's a new kids animated cartoony movie. Good. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's really, it's got a similar story-ish to Aladdin-ish. Well, but it's wishes, so wish. there you go. That makes sense. Yeah, it's I don't know, but it's really, really good, and it's really cute, and the kids thought it was hilarious. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. What I who made that one? It. Is it cartoon? It's, yeah, it's Netflix, and yeah. it's yeah, it's really Where well animated. Is it cartoon? It's animated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So where is Netflix getting all this money? Uh, Aren't they from, deeply really in debt from Netflix? They keep they, they like own they got subscriptions. Everything. I know they, yeah, they're deeply they well, they they have a loss, I think. Since movies, you wouldn't like uh, Suicide Squad. No, no, you wouldn't. I, would, no, I, would I, not I like they it. Have, wouldn't like it. The idea that you might like it because it's like Deadpool, no. Sorry, it's not going to They happen. have their own production company. So. Did you see it? Netflix does, yeah. So. But they do operate at a loss. Did you see it, yes. Andy? Oh, Suicide Squad? No, I just, everything I know about it, I know he would hate it. I, I, yeah, I actually saw it. I came out at 6 o'clock. I watched it right away. It was, it was, it was good. Okay, it so why would decent. I hate it? Uh, Very crass. You find all the inconsistencies in it and be like, oh, yeah. God, I Why are they so doing much. that? Why are they doing that? There is sense. one kill scene with Margot Robbie that is really good. It's very well done. You might like, like that Margot enough that you like the, the John Wick side of that. But overall, oh, yeah, I think yeah. you wouldn't. And it's not funny enough. It's not Deadpool funny enough. Deadpool so, was funny. It was. So. And I still love Catherine I saw at a, at a drive-in. We were the only white people at the drive-in in Florida. Well, Deadpool 1, right? Because you went with me and DJ for... for was it 1? E2 is what DJ. you saw with me and DJ. Oh. David, yeah, it must youngest. have been 1. Oh, okay. Yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> I mean, the place was really run down and all the rest of it, but I mean, it was a lot of fun. Everybody was nice as hell. We had a ball. I have but a feeling the cash the inflow isn't so, so, so super great these days. Yeah. Probably not. How were how were all those movie theaters able to make it before? Because there used to be movie theaters everywhere. everywhere. I mean, when you and I were talking the other day and started talking about this one being, I mean, there was like you could probably hit about five with a golf ball from where we are right now. Charging twenty five dollars because there, helps. there, yeah. there. There, there, yeah. and there. There'd be five. five you could get, them, and yeah. then, and then, <laughs> if you go a little south, there's the one that was at uh, near um, Boston Chicken or Boston Market. Where's that? Boston Chicken. Yeah, Boston Market. It was I think it was originally Boston Chicken, but mm-hmm. Boston Market, um, the one that's down off of uh, Excelsior, that was in that little that little spot um, next to McDonald's. Really? Yeah. Oh, the, the St. Louis Park Theater. Theater. Yeah. 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 The St. Yeah. Louis. It's uh, Park Nicollet. Oh, and then there was one over at Nowood. So yeah, there's like seven yeah. movie theaters right around here. <laughs> there's one over at Nowood. Exactly. How did they make it? I point. don't know. They because people used to love to go to the movies. And they don't. Well, yeah. Love every to time do a movie anymore. came out, you had no other choice oh, yeah. but to go to a movie theater. That's true. So every big blockbuster was a bunch of free money for movie theaters. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, it's, that still sort of happens. I mean, when Star Wars Kinda. came back out, you know, it looks like the basements yeah. were uncluttered. And yeah, people came out of the basements. Certain and went movies to that. you need to see on the big screen, I think. But that's yeah. becoming less and less true every day. Yeah, I love going to movies. So do I. Yeah. And I love Michelle, man. Except the old. What's that? <laughs> the old, the last movie we saw. Oh, God, was, that movie sucked. Oh, yeah, God, it was, it was terrible. It was not old. good. It was not good. 
Well, except, okay, Andy, follow this one. Ollie on the show, follow this one. Mm-hmm. So there's a mom and a dad and a, what an eight year old and a six year old. Yeah, wasn't she, yeah I think that was the right age. Yeah. I think an eight year old girl and a six year old boy. Somehow, even though the kids are getting three years older every hour, every oh, hour, this is right? about that. I explained this whatever. part to you. How did you get clothes that fit all the way from mom six to twenty six? Because mom bought extra clothes. That's Not why she to told fit the, a twelve year old. She told the daughter. She, but you're right. They should have had a scene where she had like baggy, baggy clothes. clothes. That should've. would have that would have solved that. But that mom didn't say, "Why don't you put on something else?" Because you keep growing, and so that got taken care of a little bit. So I don't know. The rest of it, there were so many weird things that didn't make any sense. Bad. God, that movie sucked. It's a movie about people who go to a beach and then they start aging rapidly. Correct. Rapidly. It's uh, M Night Shyamalan, I think, right? I think it's yes, it is. It's a Shyamalan. It's three years every half hour, I think. That's. I think that's right. They they age three years every half hour. Mm And there's some not so nice oh, scenes there, people. Oh, I think we aged a year just sitting just there, sitting there watching it. Exactly. <laughs> I aged about a year just sitting there watching this crap. I just gave M. Night five years of my life. So He's a nice guy. We've had him on the KQ Morning Show before. He's a very pleasant Which, person. When did you have him? After, what was his biggest movie ever? His was Six the, Sense, probably. Six Sense. Yeah, Six yeah, Sense. Oh, The Six Sense. That was a great that movie. That was a yes. great some movie. Of, Especially like, when his like, movies what? are good, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. But then his bad movies, it's really like, bad. what are you? Yeah, some of them I don't even understand what they're doing. Well, like The yeah. Village. I oh, love The Village. I didn't mind the, the Village. The Village is the best. No, no way, I love Why The Village. Love the village? Oh my gosh, I didn't love it, but I thought it was pretty good. Incredible. I'm one of those weird, like, this weird's good. cult village people. Mm. I love See, that movie. I was village too much people. waiting for the big twist in it, and so because of what had happened with Sixth Sense, so you, you I well, went there was into a big twist. Well, the for twist was well, the, the thing. Outside the, you know, the city thing, that they were really yeah, in the middle. Yeah, that was and it's like, just like the twist. The twist yeah. is that they're Mormons or whatever, not Mormons. Well, no. and they what don't. Do you call them? But, the Rumspringer like, people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the Amish. Yes. But they don't know. Yep. I mean, the adults knew, but the younger generation had no idea that there was another world mm-hmm. out there. Oh, such a good movie. Oh, so Glass was <laughs> bad, right? I like I, I okay. Glass. I uh, know people that really liked Glass. Yeah, I did like Glass. Yeah. Well, that Unbreakable was... was bad. I see. I like that, that one, too. Really? really. <laughs> I, I never saw Unbreakable. The one yeah, which one was the one with Bruce the multiple and... personalities? That was a Split. That split. was that really was good. Split was, yeah, I like that one. Good. I really liked mm-hmm. Split. I think yeah. they I liked did a good job. Did he do the one with the tattoos? The guy with the that that would put all the tattoos on his body it was uh, Memento. Yeah, Memento. No. He didn't do that. Okay. Oh, that was good. With, that uh, actually Joe was a good Pantoliano, movie. right? He was in there, wasn't he? Um, I don't know. It was Ewan McGregor, was. wasn't it? Or, or, Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Let's see, Joe. Yeah, no, he was in that. He was I in thought that. he was. Nice, yeah. nice guy. I thought he was. He was. I always, uh, liked, him. I always liked that guy. Teddy. Yep. Teddy. There you I'm go. Sure, why not? I fell down a very deep rabbit hole of multiple personality disorder after I saw Split. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would, that would do it. That would do For it. For like a week every night, I was just researching all of the crazy things that you hear. Like, one personality's diabetic, and the other ones right. aren't, and they like need insulin. Was that and I'm like, and then I it was this whole that. thing of like the power of the brain. And yes, there are people that have multiple personalities. One has diabetes, and none of the rest do, or mm. one has like different needs and different eyes. I, like glasses subscription prescription subscription and there's yeah there's all these crazy and then it led me into a rabbit hole of like the power of the mind you yeah. know and it's like if you believe it's true and i'm just was that the one where the guy was in the dress and then the guy was in the room that was being held in the basement yeah yeah it yeah. was yeah. girls that were being held in the basement that's right girls they were trying yeah. to escape oh, and then right, he yeah. he had like i don't even know how and many he showed up to him as a woman yeah and he and he, to him with somebody else yeah, yeah. and then he that could was, like that was a good movie yeah it was such a good movie and it was just yeah i got very into well now it's not called multiple personalities or it's called this dissociative, dissociative identity disorder, identity disorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i think i have that i don't know who the Did. hell i am did I don't know who but I, I am. Took I don't a, know what happened. I took a class in college called the philosophy of psychology. Philosophy of psychology. Okay. Yeah. It's very deep and mm-hmm. interesting. Very we talked deep. about like, you know, just like the history. Oh, and I also took the history class that I took in college was the history of mental illness. Because like having a grandfather that was potentially schizophrenic. Potentially. Well, the, Bobby was, thinks he had Mad Hatters. Just... Uh, he had Mad Hatters, all right. Well, <laughs> no what's, Matt, what's the difference? 
because Mad Hatter's is caused by a chemical oh, printing okay. press. Yeah, yeah. Printing press, um, but yeah. he could he got it mining. But that's what Bobby thinks. Mining? Not mining. No, working in the print printing. His industry. was the printing press. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So because she thought had, it might uh, have something to do with the, yeah, the ink. ink. But I'm they had guessing. Light on the ink or something I'm like that. guessing you could probably find that out now if yeah. that caused. Because uh, it's, kind of, it's a shaky yeah. uh, theory. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know if it's provable. Well, even Toad yeah. said he was cuckoo for Coco. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was cuckoo for Coco. She was, was the, the Menendez. Yeah, exactly, the Menendez but like, brothers. In, in that class, I think it was History of Mental Illness, actually, that I read this book. There was a woman that did LSD in college, became schizophrenic. Okay. And because, you know, with schizophrenia, you usually have to have like something turn. Yeah. yeah, like a trigger. And she was schizophrenic, hospitalized, lobotomy, all the stuff. Lobotomy? Shock treatment. No, not lobotomy. Shock treatment, not lobotomy. <laughs> well, like, like, that's that. I don't know. No. <laughs> Electric shock therapy. Not lobotomy. Lobotomies. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then she found Jesus and yeah. became religious and. Didn't need her medication anymore and her, lost her schizophrenia diagnosis. What? Wow. The power of her mind. Jesus said, because she that thought, out of your no, because she met people and they were like, Jesus can heal you. If you believe, Jesus can heal I you. I suppose if you believe and enough she that believed, something could happen, it might happen. Healed. It's like, you know, kind of like Magic Johnson, but that didn't pay Well, out. I just think, yeah. I think that if you have <laughs> faith in, in your belief, whether you have faith in God or whatever your belief is, if you believe in that enough, I, it yeah. might set aside everything well, for you, like, I guess. Have There's you nothing. seen the movie Heal? No. There is weird things out there that they oh, can yeah. explain. Oh, yeah. There's no. this guy, beginning of the movie Heal. It's really, it's short. I think it's only like about an hour. It's on Netflix. And he had, I'm trying to remember if it was an injury in his spine or cancer in his spine. I don't what It was years ago that I saw this. But he spent... After this diagnosis, he saw all these doctors, and they were like, you can't, we can't do anything except for major surgery, and after that, you'll never walk again, and blah, 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 all these things. And then he spent X amount of time each day after that meditating to fix his spine, and it worked. Yeah. He did nothing else. Just it's, meditated and thought of himself being healed, and it worked. What's sad is the people who have that belief that it's going to, and then it doesn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, yeah it doesn't you know? pan out every time, yeah. obviously. Well, and there are people that you know think they can, you know, pray their dead baby back to yeah, life, and no. like that's oh, kind of yeah. that's so you know depressing. we're reaching here. Yeah. But, but it's I mean the power of the mind is pretty incredible. My favorite study was when they got the three guys who thought they were Jesus together to see if they could, once they saw Mm -hmm. somebody else thought they were Jesus, they'd do it. And so they uh, would all deal with each other and then tell the psychiatrist, yeah, those other two guys are nuts. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. That was all they did. Uh, We got to take a break here. We'll be back in about five minutes with the next hour with the family.